everyone and welcome back into a fantastic new episode of Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We have another wonderful guest joining us today. We have the artistic director of Needs More Work Productions, Savan Raz, joining us. They're here to talk to us about their upcoming presentation of their new show, Tomorrow, which is part of the International Climate Change Theater Action Festival. You've got two chances to see this production, one on October 28th at 12 p.m. and the other on October 29th at 3 p.m. Both of these performances are at the Moore Jackson Community Garden and tickets are free, but you need to be, the tickets need to be requested. So to request a ticket or to get more information, head over to their Instagram page at Needs More Work Productions. There you'll see a link to requesting tickets and get more information. It's wonderful there. But this is an exciting show. We're excited to meet this new theater company. And let's go ahead and welcome on our guest today, Savan Ross. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited you're here. I'm excited about the show we're talking about, about this festival we're talking about. You have brought to our show and to me two new things, a new theater company and a new festival. Well, I guess three, because also a new show. So I love this. You've shown up to the dinner party and I'm like, oh, wow, your mom taught you well. You brought three gifts to the party. So I'm (laughs) loving this. Can we start things off by having you tell us a bit about what tomorrow is and is about. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a part of the Climate Change Theater Action Festival, which is a wonderful festival. What they do is they give you a bank of short plays that you are able to interpret and have a performance of them in your community. All the plays are about the climate crisis. And this year's theme is all good things must begin. So they're all hopeful and they all talk about ways we can exit from the climate crisis or things we can do to take action. So for tomorrow, we selected four of the short plays from the amazing bank of plays from the festival that I was blown away reading all of them. Our plays are called The Returning, 50 Ways to End Mother Earth in Under Five Minutes, Now and Uprooted are the four plays we selected. and. We're exploring all of them by four performers who represent archetypes that return throughout history, throughout past and future. They kind of move between times, these four archetypes. And when they move between times, they try to find answers and hope and beauty in all of the terrible things that are happening with nature. And with them, we hope that you as our audience will find hope and beauty as well sounds incredible. I love that. So how did you and your company come up with the idea for this show or land on picking this show for the festival? Well, first of all, the festival, as soon as I heard about it, I wanted in. 
I heard about it in a Zoom seminar run by Rattlestick Theater here in uh, New York City. And literally, I stopped the Zoom recording in the middle and wrote an email that I want to participate immediately. And then when I did, they sent me the bank of the short plays that participated in the festival and kind of said, you can go with whatever speaks to you. And it's very interesting because the idea of this show is to explore different perspective. We have four performers and four short plays because each of the plays represents some sort of different perspective one of us can come to the conversation with. You know, all of them are under the title, All Good Things Must Begin, but some of them are sarcastic and aggressive. Some of them are very quaint and and peaceful you know they have different approaches to this conversation some of them think we should all work together some of them think we should all do our own thing and for me i just had this huge bank of plays and i read them all and it was very clear when a play was the right play because i sat there and went yes this is exactly what i think we should do this is so beautiful this is so i mean i agree with that it was so easy to select these four plays obviously there were some questions of you know practicality we're a site-specific theater company we are performing in a community garden collaborating with the community garden some plays that needed elaborate lighting and you know theatrical effect were just off the table immediately because the site specific was very important for me and being outside in nature i thought it had to be done this way at least for me because that's what we do anyways we're a outside theater company yeah but immediately when i read these four plays i was like this is amazing this is hilarious this is touching, this is beautiful. And some of the plays I read them and I was like, this is gorgeous, but it's not me. And I think that's the beauty of conversations about the climate crisis, that there are a million different perspectives and we can each come to it with our own kind of mindset. And that's what we're looking to do with this performance also, present our idea of what, how we should talk about things. Very cool. So as we are getting ready to present these two performances of tomorrow, what has it been like developing this production? It's been very interesting. I always tell people it's kind of a guerrilla style performance for many, many different reasons of kind of things that were happening outside of us. But for example, the festival, since it's a climate festival, really encourages us to not buy anything new. So we're kind of scampering off all of our uh, costumes and props from all around. We're kind of, a lot of it is, our rehearsal process is relatively short. So a lot of this is sitting at home and kind of contemplating and thinking and researching. We have one of our plays, 50 Ways to End Mother Earth in Under Five Minutes, refers to a lot of real life events that happened mostly in the Philippines. So a lot of it is research, sitting at home. We each got our own archetype that we embody in all of those plays that impact our relationship to these plays. For example, I embody the traveler. So I sit at home with a place and think about what my character's interaction with the material is, what my character's perspective is. And then when we hit the rehearsal room, it's mainly just playing around together. All four performers, and I'm going to shout out my three wonderful actors who act alongside me, Enya Maria, 
uh, Matias Bruno and Andrea Asomosa, all three amazing performers and good friends of mine. So we just hit the rehearsal room and have a lot of fun together with everything we worked out in advance just finding the connection and finding the joy and finding the hope with the pieces. This is a very ensemble, I mean, I'm technically the director, but there's a lot of input from the other three actors as well, because I'm really trying to have this built as an ensemble with all of our perspectives involved. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> so with this great festival, which I would definitely deem timely and very important. And you've got this show that very much adds to it. What is the message or thought that you're hoping the audiences will take away from tomorrow? Well, I think, you know, it, it's interesting because people say, especially in theater education, I do some theater education, people say a good play should not have a message, but it should have questions rise when you're watching it, which I agree in like 99% of the cases, but I think that something like climate change is bad, is like so, you know, important and urgent that there really is no ambivalency allowed anymore about whether or not climate change is a problem. So I guess that would be my number one. The questions are more like, so how do we deal with it? But you know, the underlying, this is a problem and please, we have to do something about it is is i think the big thing and the the second biggest thing is you know they they used to say about brecht who's a theater maker i adore that he wanted people to leave the theater go to their house write a sign go right back out in the street and go to a demonstration like immediately after the show and that's kind of something we're looking to inspire i would love people to exit from the show and do a thing, anything that they think is the right next step in order to, on our path to solve the problem. And that's something we're trying to model as well. Um, the, the festival also asks theater companies to be doing any sort of action alongside their performance. And we partnered with the Moore Jackson Community Garden and when, when I talked to Elizabeth from the Moore Jackson Community Garden, she told me and I was like, can we do some sort of activity with a garden? And she was like, sure, what can we do to support your show? And I was like, no, no, no. What can we do to support your activity? What does your community garden need right now? And she was very clear. She said, our big project at the moment is food composting, is community composting from food scraps. And she explained to me about the difference between community composting and industrial composting. Apparently these two are very different and they require different types of food, no meat and dairy for community composting. So she explained about all of this. And I said, we would love to support that. So the second half of our performance, the first half is the four plays. And then the second half is having someone from the gardens community composting team arrive and do a demonstration, a live demonstration of the composting process and using food scraps. We and we ask our audience members to bring as well to do the composting. So we're really trying to module combining art and conversation with action. And that's something I hope that audiences will be able to take away as well. That is fantastic. I love that. 
Well, finally, for this first part of the interview, I would love to know, who do you hope have access to this show? Well, it's very important for us that everyone who possibly can want to to come see us will be able to. That's why we have room for many, many people in the garden and we have free admission. We're really looking to have this a show be by the community for the community, by people who care about theater and art and climate change for people who care about theater and art and climate climate change. And that's the magic of theater for me, is breaking this boundary between the audience and the actors and the performers, because we're all actually part of the same world and we should all have this conversation together. Yeah, so that's something we would love anyone who possibly want to arrive, please arrive. If there's anything you feel is stopping you from arriving, please write me a message and I will fix it so you will be able to arrive. This is the number one priority of ours. So I want to switch things up now and I want to give our listeners the chance to get to know you a little bit better and delve a little bit deeper, if you will. (laughs) I want to start things off by asking you our perennial first question, which is what or who inspires you? What playwrights or composers or shows in the past have inspired you or just some of your favorites? Oh, wow. I have so many favorites. I am seeing like two shows a week on average. Go to the theater a lot because I love it. I think every show we have something to learn from. I am especially a fan of site-specific theater and immersive theater and outside theater that connects us with nature. In the summer, I had a count on our Instagram stories of outside shows I've seen. I'm currently at 14, hoping to hit 15 tomorrow, so... (laughs) We have something to look forward to. So some of the theater companies I'm able to shout out are our friends at Barefoot Shakespeare. They're great. Uh, My friends at Breaking and Entering Theater who had a wonderful summer. They called it Rooftop Reading Series, which was wonderful. I went to one of those. I had a brilliant time. So I really love those. I really love the outside shows. I recently saw Life of Pi on Broadway and got my mind blown away, (laughs) I have to say, especially um, because I went to see the female actress who played Pi, which was a very special experience for me. What else? What else? What else? Yeah, I love everything immersive, site-specific, and strange. I go to see a lot of fringe shows. Yeah. I love that. Some wonderful names on that list. Some fabulous shows on that list and not agree more with it building on what you just said because you've already kind of mentioned a few of these but have you seen any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners yeah so the the theater companies i mentioned are all wonderful i also just saw that they announced that suffs the musical is going to be on broadway in april 
I saw it twice and cried my eyeballs out in both times. I really think everyone should be seeing that show, even if you like hate musicals and theater, just because it's such an important show and it's also amazing and the entire cast and crew. I, I love everyone who work on that show. What else? Yeah, the, the theater companies I mentioned, Barefoot Shakespeare and Breaking and Entering. I fully stand behind everything they put on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I share your excitement about subs. What is your favorite part about working in the theater? I absolutely love the people. I think people who love theater are usually so great, both actors and stage managers and audience members and wig and costumes, literally anyone who's at the theater building is someone I'd love to know. Anyone who is here for a play, I'd love to know them. And I think that's part of why all my favorite shows are kind of more outside, immersive, because I think theater is a way to have a conversation. And I'm so interested in having the conversation. You know, it's my dream, which I might make come true in the next show after this one. I'm, I'm hoping I succeed is to stop a show in the middle and ask, well, what do you think should happen next? Like, let's talk about it. Because to me, having that conversation and having the audience be actually a part of the play, an active part is the most exciting idea in the world. I love that. That would be quite the experience. I would love that. Well, building off of all that, we have arrived at my favorite question to ask, which is what is your favorite theater memory? I think my favorite memory from seeing a show, I saw classical New York theater. They're doing Shakespeare in Central Park every year. They're a really good theater company. And they did in 2021, when it was still all COVID and stuff, they did King Lear in Central Park and I went to see it. And I went to see it twice. And the first time I was like, well, it's really, really good. However, I feel like something's not clicking for me and I'm not sure why. And King Lear is a play, you know, there's this big Tempest scene, which is probably the best scene in the entire show where they're outside in the storm. And it was all sunny and like birds chirping in Central Park. It was a lovely day and just something didn't click. And then I went to see it again the week after and a hurricane has started mid show. Literally acts four and five were canceled and they sent us home. I ran to the train in the middle of a hurricane, but right before it was canceled, there was the storm scene. And let me tell you, watching that scene with the two actors in an actual hurricane, it was the most brilliant experience. I was like, yes, this is perfect. This is what Shakespeare had in mind where he was imagining. And they were literally like, I felt so bad for the actors. They were like shaking. It was like wind like crazy. And literally 10 minutes after that scene, it started raining. And then the director showed up and was like, okay, you guys, we have to cancel the rest of the show. Sorry. And I didn't even care. I was like, I don't need acts four and five. I, it was perfect. It's, it's the perfect King Lear <laughs> in an actual hurricane. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. I love that. That is an incredible memory. Thank yeah, you so much really for good. sharing that.
I had a lot of weird site-specific experiences. When I saw Hamlet at the Globe, King Claudius has the line where he's like, all the rain in the world can't wash the blood off these hands. And it actually rained on us. And I was standing in the part of the globe where there was no roof, like the yeah. stand-in tickets. And we were all like in the rain. And he walked out to stand with us in the rain to say this line. I love it when actors do that. Yes. That is a wonderful memory, really. I love that. Do you have any other projects or productions coming up that we might be able to plug for you? Yeah, so absolutely. For Needs More Work Productions, we are having a big summer show. Last year, this August, our summer show was Cyrano de Bergerac in Central Park. It was under a different name, but it was me. So I'm continuing to do the same thing. We now have this project. We will be working on the next summer show as soon as uh, performances for this one are over, which is where I hope some of the choose your own play style things come up. I'm still finalizing the translation, so I won't reveal the name of the play, but I will say some Greek tragedies are going to come your way next summer in the New York City parks. <laughs> That's something I'm really excited for. And if anyone listening want to see or want to get involved we will be posting everything including audition information in our instagram so please keep touch yeah that that all sounds incredible i am excited about that and it is a great lead into my final question which is if our listeners would like more information about tomorrow or about you perhaps they'd like to reach out to you how can they do that so we are on Instagram in Needs More Work Productions. The logo is like a yellow warning sign with a theater mask inside of it. And we're also at needsmorework.productions at gmail.com if you ever want to reach out. For me personally, my website is my name, sivanraz.com. And there's a contact form and my email in there. And you're welcome to check out more of my projects or reach out to me that way. And I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you want to see the show, if you have questions, if you want to do something together, I'm, as I said, I love the people. So anyone who ever wants to talk to me, I'd be thrilled to have a conversation with you. Wonderful. Well, Savan, thank you so much for taking the time to stop by and share your amazing show, your company, everything. This has been incredible. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I had a wonderful time. Thank you. My guest today has been the artistic director of Needs More Work Productions, Sivan Raz. Needs More Work Productions is presenting the show tomorrow, which is part of the International Climate Change Theater Action Festival. You've got two chances to see it, October 28th at 12 p.m. and October 29th at 3 p.m., both shows at the Moore Jackson Community Garden. Tickets are free, but you need to request them. And to request your tickets or get more information, visit at Needs More Work Productions on Instagram. There's a link there that'll take you to request tickets. And there's also a link there that'll get you more information about this wonderful company. We're going to have some more contact info for the company and for Sivan posted on our episode description, as well as on our social media post. 
But in the meantime, make sure you get your tickets reserved for this great show, October 28th and 29th. The show is tomorrow. It's being presented by Needs More Work Productions, and it's part of a great festival. You don't want to miss it. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our brand new website for all things Stage Whisper and theater. You'll be able to find merchandise, tours, tickets, and more. Simply visit stagewhisperpod.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.